This is Health Yeah, your weekly update on what's going on in the health, wellness, and medical world with Monica Robbins. It's back to school, which means back to routines, back to normal schedules, and back to packing school lunches. Today, we're talking about your kids' lunches and snacks and how to make them as healthy as possible without spending a ton of money or time. We have all the tips and tricks you need to know to keep your kids eating well this school year on Prescription for Life. Straight ahead. to send our kids off to school each morning with everything they need to have a good successful day and that means the right school supplies the right clothes oh my gosh the clothes matter for those tweens and of course the right school lunch and i'm sure you have all seen the instagram feeds of the moms who make those elaborate school lunch and toe boxes and oh wow if you have the time yeah that's amazing but if your mornings look anything like mine you're scrambling just to get out the door and you might not be able to take a moment to cut sandwiches into Disney characters. So today we have an expert here to walk us through the best snacks and lunches for even the pickiest eaters that won't break the bank or take too much prep time. We'll get to all that in just a moment. But first, just in case you had any doubt, take a look at this report from our station WPMT about the importance of a good night's sleep and good nutrition for your child's success in school. Setting your kids up for success in the classroom by making sure their bodies are fueled and minds are rested. Nutrition and sleep are very important um, for children for learning in school. Dr. Cynthia Elsner with UPMC Children's Community Pediatrics Hummelstown says it starts with a good night's sleep. A lot of kids who don't sleep well at night have more ADD, anxiety, and behavior issues, okay? They don't learn as well, so their scores on tests are a lot lower. While the actual amount of sleep a child needs depends on their age, Dr. Elsner says you should aim for at least 10 hours each night. So I usually try to tell parents that kids really shouldn't have any electronics in their bedrooms. And the other thing, too, is to turn off um, all electronics about an hour before bed. Once they wake up in the morning, don't overlook the importance of a healthy breakfast. I have a lot of teenagers here who skip breakfast, and I try and get them. I said, look, just get something in your belly. So a yogurt, um, peanut butter banana, a granola bar, an energy bar. So if you can just get them to get something in their belly, that's going to be better than nothing. When it comes to lunch, Dr. Elsner says to make sure you're packing a fruit and vegetable, protein, and whole grains. If children are receiving adequate nutrition, it helps them to focus better in school. If your child gets lunch at school, go over what types of food they should be choosing while they make their way through the lunch line. And remember, the foundation you're helping them build now could last a lifetime. If we eat healthier, we're going to be healthier. We're going to have less medical issues. And if we sleep well, we're going to be hopefully more productive in society as adults. So what are the best foods for your child? Our expert tells us. I'm joined by Jen Highland, a pediatric dietitian with Cleveland Clinic Children's. Thank you so much for being yeah, here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, every parent is scrambling. We're out of time and we need to get the school lunches 
put together quickly. Yes. So fast and easy. That's what I want to know. I know. Back to school, it's a stressful time. You wake up in the morning and it's just chaos. So first of all, if you can pack the night before, always a good tip. But fast and easy, it does not need to be complicated. So you might see, especially parents a lot on social media now and Instagram, there's all these like picture perfect lunch boxes and that's great, but it doesn't have to be complicated. So my biggest thing for parents to think about is let's have all the food groups. So do we have a protein? Do we have a whole grain food, a fruit, a veggie, a dairy, some fun foods, things like that. So it can be as simple as right here. We have a good old classic peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So I, I love, the, there's nothing wrong with a PB&J. Right. Now kids might get sick of it, but a PB&J, throw in some carrots, some hummus, an apple, a cheese stick for some extra protein, nothing wrong with that, okay? That's perfect. But if you want to do even you know quicker plan ahead things, I'm a really big fan of like pasta salads or mixed dishes. So a pasta salad that doesn't need to be heated up is great. So you can cook some new Noodles, some whole grain noodles, even trying something different like high protein, some bean-based noodles to give the kids a little extra protein boost throughout the day. You can throw in, here I did some cheese, some bell peppers, tomatoes. There's a chicken sausage in there that you just microwave for 30 seconds, that's it. So you boil the noodles, you throw in the 30 second chicken sausage, whatever veggies the kids want, they can choose. Um, and then you have that for the week. So it's in the fridge, dish it out and go. You can do the same thing with like a Mexican based style, a salad of some sort. So make a head's really great. That's an awesome idea. I love these little bento box. Yes, those lunches, are great. Those, especially for little fingers. Yep, so especially for the little ones, the bento boxes are fun. Also for kids who don't love their food to touch. These can be good, especially if they're a little bit anxious and a little bit picky. So again, we just, you have these perfect sections here and you can put in the different food groups. So here I threw in some of that pasta salad I already made, a couple carrots, and I put it in a little muffin liner here because you put some fun, different colorful things in there. It does help the kids eat their lunches a little bit more. Yeah. And then we have um, some trail mix. A fun snack in there is fine. These are some chocolate covered um, nuts, I think, some fruit. So again, just trying to have that variety in there, but it can be things that you just have in the kitchen. Um, and have the kids do it themselves too. That's really great. So like, hey, here's your fruit option. Hey, here's your veggie option. Which snack food do you want today? They take ownership over it. They're doing half the work. <laughs> Gives you a little activity. That's, yeah, that's, and teaches them a lot of lessons down the road. Absolutely. Too. You mentioned picky eaters. Yes. Um, any, any tips for that? Depending yeah. on what they're picky about, I suppose. Exactly, depending on what they're picky about. So again, I would say even with your pickiest eater, can we find something from different groups. So if there's one veggie they eat, eat the same veggie every day. I don't care. Switch up the dip, maybe try something different with it. Same thing if they only eat strawberries, send them strawberries. That is okay. Um, with a really picky eater, I do suggest trying to expose them to new foods not at school. So at home, when they're in kind of a safe environment, school might have to be more of those safe foods that they are comfortable eating because we want them to eat their lunch. We need to make sure they're fueled for the rest of the day. And we don't wanna put something new and scary in there and then they don't wanna eat it. So I would say when you're trying new foods with picky eaters, do it after school for a snack or at home for dinner when they're with their parents. But yeah, you can make it work. Um, if we have really picky eaters who only eat like, say they just eat pizza and that's all their touch, we 
can slowly work with them. That does require sometimes meeting with like your doctor, a dietitian, other people to give parents a little more specific guidance for them. Um, but pickiness doesn't mean that it has to be the same exact lunch. We can have some variety, I think. What about allergies? Yeah. Because, you know, I know with the peanut butter and some schools are kind of... Definitely. You know, Thank you for that. Yeah, a lot of schools don't allow peanut butter sandwiches. So finding protein alternatives. So you can always use like a soy-based butter or a sun nut butter. They have some oat butters now if your children will eat those things. Um, and obviously if they're not allergic to any of those. But you can also switch out the protein. So again, like beans are going to be really great. A high protein pasta. Um, you can do other variances of that. If you have a dairy allergy, you know, we would just skip the dairy. We would do like a coconut milk based yogurt or something else in their lunch from that standpoint. I would say nuts are the most um, significant one in the school system. So if they don't allow nuts, there are still other ways around it. A good old lunch meat sandwich, no problem with that either. So you could throw that in there too. So there are options. Um, and then like on that same line, you're vegetarian or you're vegan kids trying to find some maybe non-meat protein options that they could do. Again, we can do beans, we can do tofu, we can do quinoa. There, there's a lot of it. It's just kind of finding your foods. I would tell parents to make a list, like have a either a rotating list or have like a, a list of grains, a list of proteins, and then the kids can choose from each one each day when you're planning their lunch, just so in the moment you're not like, what in the world am I going to back? I still love your idea of planning ahead because, yes. yeah, no one has time in the morning no. to be figuring this out. No. <laughs> um, what about the kids who may be dealing with some weight issues? Because yeah. they're not with you half the day and, yes. you know, maybe you send them off with a healthy lunch and little Billy sitting next to them has, you know, mom gave him a fun snack yeah, candy tastes, bar tastes something. way better yeah, yeah. absolutely um, so the first thing I would say is we want them to have healthy lunches but it is okay to put a little bit of fun foods in their lunch so if little Billy is never given anything sweet in his lunch if he just has like the fruit the salad and it's it's boring he's going to then go to his friend's food and try to eat everything so like I said a little bit of a candy in there uh, a cookie at times, like that is okay. Keep it fresh in there so that they don't feel like they're deprived necessarily. But that being said, you know, we can also just having conversations is huge. Like, did you, you know, did you eat your lunch and non-judgmental conversations? Cause that's really hard as a parent, I know, um, to get frustrated with that. But what else are you buying? You know, looking at a lot of them have like their cards and you load money on there. Like, where's the money going? What are we putting this towards? Are we buying ice cream or are we buying, are you hungry? Like, do you need more to eat at lunchtime? So I think conversations are actually really important. But then again, it kind of comes back to continuous introduction of we have a fruit, we have a vegetable. That protein is going to be really important because if we're just filling their lunch with a bunch of like snacky, sugary, carbohydrate foods, they're going to be hungry. So those are foods that don't stick with us as much. We need them, absolutely, but they digest quickly. And then when kids have that afternoon slump and they can't get through classes, a lot of times that's because of just the snacky, sugary carbs. So finding some sort of protein that your child, if you are dealing with weight issues, will eat is going to be really important to help keep them full. So what about the school lunch in general? Mm -hmm. if, if a kid doesn't have time or you forget to make lunch, yeah. that sort of thing. Definitely. You know, are there options to go for or can a kid eat a school lunch? Yes, there are. So I think school lunches get a little bit of a bad rep. Um, you know, packing your lunch is not always healthier. It depends what you are packing. And a lot of kids who are on free and reduced lunches 
I tell them, please get the school lunch. Absolutely, we don't want you having to buy additional and some people can't. Um, but the school lunch does have all of the components that we spoke about earlier. It's just, again, kind of having that conversation with your child and their kids, right? So like they might have three servings of pizza and you know what? whatever, sometimes that happens. Um, but having the conversation with them, what are some options that we can choose? Even school breakfasts, I find that school breakfasts are really high in carbs and sugar, and that does not set them up well for the day mentally and blood sugar wise. But like, hey, does your school offer a cheese stick? Like, is there any fruit? Could we have a hard boiled egg before we go to school? Like just kind of talking through some of those options with them a little bit, but I have no problem with kids actually eating the school lunch, it's just kind of what are we choosing and then what maybe do we have later for a snack or how do we kind of balance that out a little bit? You mentioned the Instagram moms, you yes. know, the perfect lunch and that sort of thing. I swear that's parent shaming. Yes. You know. Yeah, it's great and it's beautiful, but it's not always realistic for everybody. I know like myself, like if this bento box happens, like that's as good as it's going to get sometimes. But right. Yeah. But don't beat yourself up don't if beat you yourself can't up. make little stars out of cucumbers no. and that sort of thing. Absolutely okay. not. Sometimes it will get the picky eaters to try things more. So I will say if your kid is not trying anything and you do make it fun and you do put a cute little food pick that they can eat with it in there, it definitely can help but don't feel like you have to do that. I'm seeing these plastic. At first I thought these were lids, but yeah. they're not. No, what, what they're are not. These? So these are your silicone reusable bags. So I love these. Um, not only are these good for the environment in terms of replacing plastic bags, but they're reusable. So you buy them once and they're great. Like I'll fill these up with just like Cheerios, trail mix, like snacks, fruits of some sort, close it up, send it with the kid. And then when they're done, it's like a quick rinse and wash out and you use it again the next day assuming they're gonna bring it back from school, right. but <laughs> um, but these are awesome. I mean, I use these for myself even, like you can put sandwiches in here, you could throw some salad in there if you really wanted, they're, they're great. Some of these snacks too, like the popcorn, mm -hmm. you can put a lot of popcorn. You can, I mean, that's so fill it up, yeah. So there are gonna be snacks that are gonna be higher in fiber and higher in protein that are more filling. So again, like potato chips, you might have a handful for a serving. Popcorn, air popped or light butter popcorn, like three cups loaded. Up, so. Wow, yeah. and I see over here, you've got a whole avocado. Yes, so this is guacamole here, but we were lazy okay. this morning. So, but the idea is that at snacks, we want to pair like, again, uh, a, you might have a grain, but we want to have like a protein and or a healthy fat with it, especially to help keep the kids full. If they just come home and they're eating chips, they're going to then eat a granola bar and then they're going to eat cookies and they're going to keep eating. If we start with like right here, we have some tortilla chips that I would maybe melt some cheese on it. Or if they just want to dip their tortilla chips in some store-bought guacamole, throw some veggies there if possible. That's gonna stick with them so then they can have their set snack when they come home and then hopefully wait until dinner time. And I see you do have some store-bought bars. I do. There. Is there anything like parents should really look for? Because the fruit snacks are yeah, pure the, sugar, Yeah, the fruit right? snacks are pure sugar. So I would say if you can get, um, like this right here is a fruit bar that is literally just fruit. That's the only ingredients in it. And then when you're looking at granola bars, I try to look for ones that have lower added sugar, also some fiber and some protein. So I will say those like tiny little like dinky granola bars, you could eat three of them and they're not gonna fill you up. Versus if you could get something that has like some quality protein in it. And there are a lot of options out there. You just do need to kind of be aware and pay attention to it. But yeah, doing a bar is not out of the question at all. It's just trying to kind of help find the right one. And Greek yogurt with fun 
add-ons. Definitely. That so looks, that looks delicious. Make it yourself. I always love that for the kids. So give them some yogurt. Um, try plain if you're going to add stuff to it or just a vanilla. Um, but here we have a Greek yogurt. You get your protein. We're going to throw in some granola, a little bit of grain there, and we're going to throw in some fruit for fiber. And then there's some chocolate chips here because why not? Like throw a little bit in there. That'll make them eat it more. The chocolate's not going to be of detriment to them when they're eating all of this good protein, fiber, and nutritious food. I started doing just a, a teaspoon of jelly. Yeah, in, that's perfect in, in your plain yogurt. Yeah, because yeah, then you can kind of control the amount that's in there um, and you're not also stuck with that really sweet taste and then depending on that as you get older. Right, and drinks. Yes. That's the one thing parents often forget about. They do, yes. So drinks are tough. Um, I would say best case scenario is going to be a white milk, if we can, um, or water or like a flavored water or a low sugar water of some sort. We really really don't want to, especially for lunch in the middle of the day, be giving them pop, juice, lemonade. Those are gonna be instant blood sugar spikes. And then again, that's going to drain them for their classes in the afternoon. So we really wanna be strategic about that. Um, and milk, I would say like low fat, 2%, like depends on the child's needs, of course. Um, water is always gonna be best and it's free. So I tell families that like, save your money, throw in some water. If you really wanna buy the waters that are flavored or something like that, that is absolutely fine, especially if the kids need a little something. Um, the one right here is like, it looks like a little juice box, but it's flavored water. Oh, so that's always a fun option. Awesome ideas. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank I have a you. feeling that parents are out there going, oh, I never thought of that. I so, hope so. Great yes. ideas. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Lots of great ideas there, not just for kids, but for the whole family. Here are a few more fast, easy recipes from our station KHOU in Houston. With teachers finalizing their lesson plans for the fall, they hope students show up ready to learn. You want some mango? Eating a healthy meal is part of the equation. The adult in the family is going to be the role model. So if we're eating healthier and more, more well-balanced, then the kids will also follow. Chef and registered dietitian Dolores Woods teaches nutrition at the Nourish Kitchen at UT Health School of Public Health. She says a well-balanced meal should include veggies, fruits, whole grains and lean protein. Turkey, chicken, eggs, nuts, even beans are really great sources of protein. She whipped up several lunch and snack options that are inexpensive and only a few ingredients. We have the whole grain flatbread and then the corn tortillas. A lot of people don't know that corn tortillas are a whole grain. For lunch, she showed us how to make easy pizza pockets. She used store-bought dough cut into four pieces, diced tomatoes, mozzarella, and pepperoni. Just bake at 400 for 10 minutes. You can make Greek yogurt bark for an after-school snack. So I'm just gonna spread this. All you need is vanilla Greek yogurt and berries. If you want, mini semi-sweet chocolate chips. Freeze for a few hours, then break apart and serve. A lot of times I see parents giving really, you know, heavy snacks. So something that's gonna be a full meal. And then when it comes time to maybe your dinner time, they're not hungry. Her advice, keep snacks small and plan ahead. Make sure you build out a list before going to the grocery store so you stay on budget and go home with the ingredients you need to make well-balanced meals. Stephanie Whitfield, KHOU 11 News. 
Some of those look really great. I would make those yogurt bars. How about you? Well, we hope you found some good, fast, and easy ideas today for healthy lunches and snacks for your kids. We all know how hard it can be to put together a great lunch every day, and we wish you and your family a wonderful school year ahead. I'm Monica Robbins. We'll see you back here next week for another Prescription for Life. Until then, wishing you good health. Thank you so much for tuning into Health Yeah. Please find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monica Robbins. Like and follow my Facebook page, Monica Robbins WKYC. Find video podcasts at Monica Robbins channel on YouTube. And please subscribe. Wishing you great health and hope to see you again soon. Thanks for listening to Health Yeah with Monica Robbins from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and on the WKYC app.